Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 85. John and Wendy talk to Carolyn Vernon. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How's it going tonight, John? Doing great. I want to mention right at the uh, front here, Wendy, we're very excited that once again, we're being sponsored by CareerArc for this episode. Yes. Thank you, CareerArc. Thank you. Be talking quite a bit more about them. But <laughs> Wendy, I wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on in your world. So we exciting start to the fall. School is in session. Yeah. Kids are back there. There's new television and I'm sure we're going to hear about, <laughs> but you've got something even better going on that, that we've talked a little bit about, yep. but you've got a second generation podcaster in your household. Yes, I do. We, uh, we had the idea with uh, Maggie's Girl Scout troop. There's a, there's three of them. They are working on their silver award, which is the second highest award in Girl Scouting. Maggie got excited about doing a podcast to share information. And uh, so we are talking to former Girl Scouts. And talking with them about how Girl Scouting influenced them and, you know, maybe some of the cool projects they did or cool things they got to do and how it continues to affect their lives today. And so we are uh, we've put out the call to our network and are finding there's a John, there are a lot of Girl Scout alum uh, within the HR uh, within our HR community, which is fantastic. So I'm really excited to see who uh, who's already responded and uh, start working on getting that scheduled. We met with the girls uh, last week and we pre-recorded an opening for them and uh, they had a lot of fun with that. Uh, my husband has a studio at the university, so we got to hang out there and that's where we'll do all of our recordings. But the girls thought that was pretty cool to uh He's sitting in front of a microphone and uh, doing some fun, made him do some vocal exercises to get excited about it, <laughs> um, help them with their enunciation a little bit. As middle schoolers can do, they, you know, a little soft spoken and some mumbling going on, but uh, they sounded great, sounded fantastic. So I'm super excited to uh, get these out. Hopefully by the end of the end of the year, we'll start releasing. I think it's phenomenal. I am very jealous of the studio. <laughs> We've already talked about that. Yeah. I know we've put the word out and we've talked to some folks. We're going to throw it out there yep. again. If you are a, a Girl Scout or an alum, former, I don't know what you call yourselves. <laughs> I think once a Girl yep. Scout, always a Girl Scout. Like my sister even was a Girl yep. Scout. Thank you very much. But uh, not an HR. <laughs> if you're out there, though, and you haven't contacted Wendy, we'll give her contact information yep. in the show. And Take part. Please do. I, I think it's amazing to, again, we got a second generation yep. podcaster they're getting younger and younger, Wendy. I heard about a show from a seven-year-old. Oh my gosh! Last week about vacuum cleaners, <laughs> because that's what I need to know about is what a seven-year-old is going to tell me about vacuum cleaners. I'm going to stop plugging that. There, kid. We're going to plug Girl Scouts. Yeah, podcast, there's, there's a lot of interesting stuff out there. But you know, and and if you even if you're not in HR, we would we would love to talk to you because we want to be able to show girls who are in Scouts where they can go and you know kind of help Girl Scouts with a little PR and. You know, it's not just crafts and cookies. We do a lot more fun stuff in, in Girl Scouts and want to show people that it's it's not new that we do this stuff, that we've been doing um, outdoor activities and engineering stuff since, well, since I was a Girl Scout, but we won't say how long ago that was. Fair enough. Well, we're going to put it out there. And again, it's a, again, just like the fall season in TV, mm -hmm. it's a, a fall season of podcasting and Look forward to uh, to hearing it. You'll get at least one download in Virginia. <laughs> how you track it? We'll find out. I'm not sure how we're going to do that yet. We've we've chatted yep. quite a bit about that, and I'm sure there'll be more to come. And we'll be advertising along the way. I'm really excited about tonight's guest. Another one of these folks that I feel like we've known forever. 
was so excited to finally meet her mm-hmm. at, at Sherm National this year. I spent some time, but I'm going to stop gushing. I'll let you make the introduction. We will get started. Uh, very excited to introduce Carolyn. I got to meet her in person at uh, Disrupt Minneapolis a couple years ago, which was fantastic to hear her speak there. So she is the Director of Sales Career Transition Services at CareerArc. She has a diverse background in career management, talent development, executive leadership coaching, dedicated student to the world of work, subject matter enthusiast in employee engagement, strengths-based training, selection, talent acquisition, and outplacement. She is a self-appointed empath and advocate of job seekers everywhere. Carolyn, welcome to the show tonight. And our first question is, what's in your glass? Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be here. Oh my gosh. It's hard to keep quiet while you guys are talking. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so nice to be here. Um, in my glass is something so incredibly boring, but it's hot water with lemon because that's what I drink all day long. <laughs> Exciting stuff around here. That's good for this though. That'll get your vocal yep. cords, you know, <laughs> nice and prepped. And what Wendy right. talked about getting the young ladies to do vocal warmups at hot tea or hot water and lemon is good for that. Too. That's right. That's right. But I, I think you're the first person to tell us hot water though. Oh yeah. Plenty of water and glasses. I don't know. If we, Wendy, what do you think? Uh, I, I don't, can't think of anybody else. That's not just hot water. water. I know we've had tea, not just, not just water and water. lemon. Yes. It's a first. Well, I'm glad to be the first. <laughs> Maybe I'll start a trend. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wendy read your bio. I know you're really focused in the outplacement space now, but how exactly did you get your start in HR? And then what led you to this focus that you have? So I, I won't, I like Wendy won't tell you when I got my start in HR, but it was kind of in the mid nineties. <laughs> so there I did kind of, I did say it. I got my start in payroll of all things and I barely escaped alive out of payroll. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I transitioned into a, a coaching role. Um, I worked for an organization called Gallup. And of course, everybody knows the Strengths Finder. And so I um, transitioned into kind of a Strengths Finder coach and then the liaison to the 2400 at the time coaches worldwide. From there, I went into kind of executive coaching. And then in 2008, I just started helping friends with resumes and kind of navigating a job search since a lot of People were navigating a job search back then and decided um, that I've really developed a mission and a passion for helping, you know, giving help and giving hope to people, job seekers. Um, so I became a certified career coach and resume writer and entered the outplacement arena. And that's where I've been ever since. Kind of a long, sorted background. <laughs> I want to step back to payroll a little bit. When you say you 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 just barely survived, is that your sanity? <laughs> right. Yeah, it was my sanity. Um, I paid. I probably it doesn't sound like a whole lot, but I paid probably fifteen hundred people, and they were on different pay cycles. Four hundred of them were professional uh, full time people. Eleven hundred of them were on um, kind of a variable scheduled team of people. Um, so it was, um, I barely, yes, I barely escaped, um, the, you know, going insane (laughs) from that position. I think we should point out, Wendy, I think you'll agree with me for our friends out there that love doing payroll. Yes. We love you for doing it. (laughs) Not my thing. Oh boy. Do I? At some point we need to have, I know we know a payroll 
focus person out there. Hey, if you're listening, shoot us a note. We'll talk sure. about having you on the For show. Sure, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe you survived Cheers. recruiting yeah. or poor relations. Payroll <laughs> and benefits, those are two very, very important parts of work, but two parts I don't want to ever do. <laughs> No. So kudos to you yeah. for surviving. Yeah. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, so, you know, outplacement is often a challenge for all of us, regardless of where we are within um, the HR organization or an organization. What are a few items HR professionals need to think about when they have to deal with it within their organizations? That's a really great question. And, I, I, and when I talk to, to um, our clients, I talk about strategy. Having a strategy in place is always the, the the first step to preparing for offboarding or, or doing offboarding with empathy and compassion. Outplacement is just a piece of it, but outplacement is where I see that humanizing, a human component of an offboarding strategy. It's really providing that help and hope, which I refer to quite a bit when I'm having conversations with people. And it's, it's really providing that help with transitioning into a new role as quickly as possible, which is, I know the goal of not only the job seeker, but the individual organizations that are letting these impacted employees go. I know that is their goal as well as to get them landed and on their feet again as quickly as possible. So outplacement is really kind of that that piece of the offboarding strategy. You, you talked earlier about, especially when you started working with folks on resumes, 2008 or so. Yes. With the shift and the options, the availability for online help, as mm-hmm. it were, from an outplacement perspective, have you seen a real shift with your customers and, and the folks that you're talking to to, to move to those models or... Do people see that as a an ease of use yes. type thing these days? You know, everybody wants things now. Otherwise, you know, thinking about all the things that are on demand, if you will, you know, Hulu, Netflix, Uber, Uber Eats, everybody wants things right now. And because of that, we have seen a significant shift to the desire to receive coaching assistance on demand. Um, so, you know, CareerArc has really answered that call. Uh, as far as that need. And that has been a major shift. Even back when I was um, coaching, you know, they, it was probably around a 50-50 split as far as people who desired a, a home-based program, what we called a home-based program versus a, which is the virtual model, which is, uh, or, or versus an out office-based program, which is, you know, visiting uh, brick and mortar. Um, now it's probably a 90-10 split just because people don't want to fight traffic. If you can just pick up the phone or, you know, even go face to face with a coach and talk through what you need to carry on about your job search. Yeah, that's a great question. And I have seen a significant shift in a very short period of time. 90-10 is amazing. I guess I'm a bit surprised it's that high. I'm not not surprised there's seen that shift. That That's really telling to say it's yes, that definitely. vast that quickly. Yeah, you have to think of all the things that have gone on demand in that period of time, you know, so many like, you know, think of the blockbuster blockbuster laughed at a Netflix approach um, at first. And then within I don't I think it was only five years they were filing bankruptcy. 
Well, speaking of things that are on demand, you know, we first met you through Next Chat. Speaking of demand, you know, instant information out there like that. And really excited that you're going to be joining us for this month's social hour chat when we yeah. talk about outplacement. You know, I guess talk a little bit about how you initially got involved in chats and why do you stay engaged? I love, I love Next Chat. <laughs> By the way, I have learned so much from my network of HR practitioners. It's insane the wealth of knowledge that you all have that I've been able to tap into just, you know, on a weekly basis, or it's the the amount of information that I've gathered and the amount of camaraderie that I've been privy to with these next chats and this, in this group that, you know, participate in the next chats. It is, it's overwhelming. I've gained so many contacts, networking contacts that I know that if I have a, a specific question, I know exactly who to go to um, within that group. And then I've got to, I've gotten to to meet them in person, which was even more exciting at the at the Sherm conference back in June. But I'm going to be like gum on their shoes. I'm never they're never going to get rid of me. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm never going anywhere. I'm going to keep. But that's what keeps me engaged is just the amount of of the the wealth of knowledge that you're privy to tapping into chats and podcasts and things from this, from people that participate, the HR practitioners that participate in these groups. It's, it's, it's great. I like you said, stick to it. I like that. <laughs> you can stick around all you want. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. No, for sure. I appreciate We're that. Happy to have you. And, you know, and there's I something, um, I believe it was Dave Ryan used the phrase marvelous when you meet your um, invisible friends in real life and get a chance to connect with them on another level. When we talk about networking, I, we hear that a lot that, you know, people use that, the online um, networking to be more comfortable with the in-person networking. So, but yeah, being, being able to know who do you need to call when something comes up, then, you know, when you have that plethora of folks That's to right. do that. Yes. That's right. And in, in the, in the turn, I hope that, you know, I've, I've taught some people some stuff about compassion and, and, you know, having compassion and empathy in, in a leadership position. Cause that's certainly been my, um, you know, my message. And I hope that, that I've been able to bring that to the table too. Cause I know that networking is a give and take. So it's not just take, take, take from, from people. I I'm hoping, hopefully <laughs> giving a little bit back. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, I think I've learned from you and um, I've uh, shared, well, I need to share it a little bit more, but your uh, disrupt talk at uh, in Brookings this year was just so much fun. Well, and now we get to hang out again because we're all headed to Embark next week, which is, I'm so excited. So do you tell us, what are you looking forward to most? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to see the two of you. Uh, first, first of all, I'm so happy that you're both um, joining us. I know that Wendy, you jumped on board a little bit later and I appreciate that. Um, we had that discussion after Disrupt this year and we were kind of noodling on the fact that you um, may be able to join us. So I, I am very excited to see the two of you. And and actually, I get to meet some of my clients that I've never met face to face. So some of my clients are joining, which I am um, thrilled about. And we have such a, an amazing lineup of speakers. So to steal um, Steve Brown's word, I'm I'm absolutely geeked about this whole conference and the fact that it's at the W in Hollywood does not hurt. Location is always key. Yeah, that should be absolutely. that should be a lot of fun. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. 
This episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast is brought to you by our friends at CareerArc. Wendy and I are both very excited to be taking part in the Embark HR Innovator Summit, which is CareerArc's first conference coming up October 16th through the 18th at the W Hotel in Hollywood, California. There are an amazing lineup of speakers talking about employer branding, the future of recruiting, outplacement, all types of HR topics. Wendy and I will be producing segments during the show. We're also really excited that Embark will include Paul Lieberstein, who a lot of you know is Toby from The Office. Excited to listen to what he has to say about HR in the American workplace. It's a three-day event full of all types of sessions and networking that you don't want to miss. If you go to web.careerarc.com slash Embark and use the code HRSocial, you can get a discount on your ticket. So again, go to web.careerarc.com slash Embark, use the code HRSocial. We look forward to seeing you at the Embark Summit. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to HR Social Hour, and you are back just in time for the half-hour question connection, everyone's favorite part of our show. Who was your first professional mentor, and what was the most important thing you learned from them? My first professional mentor was a gentleman by the name of Charlie Cologne. And Charlie was, he was the type of leader that made coming to work every day fun. Um, so I watched him and how he engaged his teams. He was a coach first and then a manager, which I learned a lot about leadership from him. I also learned how to personalize each and every professional relationship that I make from him as well. And now he, he and I work together at Gallup. He's now shout out to, to Chick-fil-A. He owns several Chick-fil-A's in the, in Nebraska. So he went a completely different direction, but it's, it was the perfect path. So I, I, I learned a lot from him. Who's one person you've gained in your network in the last year that you think more people should know? Oh my gosh. Does it have to be one? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't see everybody. How about that? Maybe one, maybe okay, two, okay. maybe two. A gentleman by the name of Scott Turov. I met him through a disrupt. He pinged me about my disrupt speech and we chatted about and I kind of encouraged him to apply for a disrupt HR. And then I also met a gentleman by the name of Greg Maud the same way. Um, and I think you guys are familiar with him as well, but he joined our HR tribe and some Twitter chats and things. Uh, both of them are phenomenal people. And I think they, they bring a lot to, to my world professionally. And I think they bring a lot to a lot of people's world professionally. Awesome. If you could go back to the start of your career, What's one piece of advice you would give yourself based on what you know now? Just because you're good at something, just because you're good at a role, don't find yourself boxed into it for too long. I, I found myself, and I, I would never say trapped, but kind of in, in the same type of role where I knew that I had aspirations to do more coaching and do, do more things in leadership. And I stayed in that role too long. So I missed out on maybe some opportunities to advance my career during that time. Don't get too comfortable. That's what I would tell myself. You started to talk a little bit about it, Carolyn, in terms of your hope you're giving back in at least a small way, which I know you are, but how exactly do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? I love to introduce, I love to find people that make themselves vulnerable on, on LinkedIn or Twitter or some somewhere and profess their need for help in a job search. And I love to give those people some coaching assistance, just, you know, free coaching assistance. And I love to introduce them to my network. 
because it really pays off when you introduce somebody and you, you share, you know, what value they would bring to an organization. And you just never know who is looking for that specific person. And I know just this year, it's, it's come to fruition for two people, two people that I introduced to my HR network on LinkedIn landed a position very quickly after the introduction. So that's the, that's the main way that I love to give back to my HR network, HR community. I, my goal is that that is a mutually beneficial introduction. That's the way I like to give back. And you like Wendy, you're also really involved in disrupt, aren't you? seems like I hear, I know you, you got to see each other that way, but you were also very involved in that. Yeah, I love disrupt HR. I absolutely love it. I love the event. I love the the topics. I love that they're just unique and fresh. And I always learn something new and I always leave with several new connections that I, you know, maybe not have, would have met on Twitter or, or an, even, even another um, HR event, an HR conference or something. So I like the people that it attracts. So yep, I'm a, I'm a big believer in Disrupt HR. The connections are, are great, I think. And I love that people have reached out to you from um, from your talks. And I think that's that's the key. That's what I love to see people making those connections. So very awesome. How about a favorite movie? Oh, my gosh. You guys are going to think I'm psycho if I tell you my, my favorite movie is Hands Down, Silence of the Lambs. That's a very good movie. As long as you're not acting it out. <laughs> I love that movie. I, you know, it dates me a little bit, but that is literally my favorite movie. How about your favorite musician or band? Um, I'm pretty old school and I love James Taylor. He's, you know, I've, I've been a James Taylor groupie pretty much my whole adult life. I've seen him in concert about 10 times. I think not about uh, 10 times. I just, I'll clear that up 10 times. I just saw him my 10th time in February, but if you're talking more modern, I have to, you know, be a little bit more modern. I have, I have teenagers. So, um, I like the Lumineers and I love Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons is a good choice. And James Taylor. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like James Taylor? There's probably some <laughs> right. people out there, but uh, yeah, we, <laughs> Maybe. we kind of like the seventies easy listening at this house. So turned uh Maggie turned into it when we were watch uh, uh, with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and their uh, soundtrack. So, yeah, nice. nice. <laughs> That's awesome, Carolyn. How about a favorite TV show? Well, again, this this goes perfectly with my theme for the movie. But my th- my favorite show, and it's probably one of the only shows that I I watch on a consistent basis, and it's Dateline. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, uh, yes. You can tell I like kind of the crime yeah. crime theme, but yes, I, I, I am a Dateline junkie. <laughs> Pretty sad. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that tonight all three of your answers are new. Yes, for oh, sure. Silence of the Lambs. I don't know if you, I didn't know if I was going to tie into your payroll you know, experience or not. James Taylor, mad respect for you to see him 10 times. I was having a long conversation with somebody about seeing people that many times, and I think it speaks to a a passion for an artist when you've seen them a lot and mm-hmm. I, I give you a lot of respect for that and then dateline i don't think we've heard we've heard some <laughs> true crime stuff i was I, I was waiting for you to say ncis right, or right. csi I was, too. I was waiting for it <laughs> because they get more shameless plugs than most on here yeah, it seems no bad. i'm a dateline girl <laughs> 
Nicole Roberts, I don't know if she said that was her favorite show, but I know she watches a lot of those because we had a conversation and I remember telling her, honey, you got to stop watching Dateline. <laughs> She's paranoid around every corner. <laughs> Just stop. Go watch something fun. Can't even walk down the street yeah. with you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Your conspiracy <laughs> theories. Nope. Carolyn, when you're not watching Silence of the Lambs, listening to James Taylor, or even now Lumineer, or Mumford and Sons, or watching Dateline, what else do you like to do outside of work? Um, I love, obviously I, I have a family as I spoke about having teenagers. So I love to be with my, my family. Um, hiking is our favorite thing to do when we have some time to kind of scout out new sites. But if I'm by myself, I pretend to be kind of an urban farmer here in, in the burbs. <laughs> and I just, I love to grow things in the dirt. It's pretty much it. Get it where you can. That's right. Yeah. So finally, Carolyn, if you weren't in the HR profession, what do you think you'd be doing? Running a dog rescue. Nice. <laughs> yep. I'd be, I would definitely be running my own. We rescue Weimaraners, which is a type Aww. of, um, kind of, yeah, uh, it's a hunting dog. So I would probably be running my own Weim, Weim rescue or, you know, just the sporting breed or large breed rescue. Um, and then writing books about r rescuing. That's really what I would like to do. <laughs> I love it. Well, we're glad that you're not. Not that that wouldn't be a fantastic thing to do. And I know we've had several people talk about animal rescues. I don't know about that particular breed. I think that's the first time that's yeah. <laughs> But we're glad you're not. Because if you were, then we wouldn't be talking to you. We wouldn't have had a chance to meet you where we have in the past and, and chatting. And then, you know, as we mentioned, you're going to be taking part as part of, of our chat here at the end of the month as our subject matter expert on this topic. And so we're, we're just thrilled that you're, you are doing what you're doing and that you're part of our community. I guess there are probably some of the folks that are out there that are listening that aren't connected with you right now. What's the best way for them to reach you out there? Um, to connect with me on, on LinkedIn, Caroline uh, Vernon, V E R N O N on LinkedIn. And I'm on Twitter at Outplacement SME. We will have that in the show notes. Wendy, what about you? What's the best way for the listeners to find you out there? Uh, best way to find me is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, as John said, join us on the fourth Sunday of each month for our uh, monthly Twitter chat. This month, we will be uh, excited to uh, welcome Career Arc and Carolyn to the uh, conversation. 7 p.m., fourth Sunday of each month. You can find me at hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. If you go to the top left-hand side of the screen, you'll see three little lines. You can open up, see all the access to my social accounts there. Make sure that you download and listen to shows that you maybe haven't heard before. Once again, I want to thank Career Art for taking part in sponsoring this particular episode. And uh, Caroline, again, really appreciate being with us. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>